0: My mother covered me with soil and laid her hand over it, the rain slipping through the spaces between her fingers and into the dirt enclosing me. In the soil, I was the seed in the third space, a place where the beginning and the end come together and the living and the
1: dead meet. Indigenous science, practices, and folklore have shaped our relationships with nature for thousands of years. Yet in record time, anthropogenic climate change has severed many ties these communities wove together with our world and with each other. day, and welcome to Inherited. We share the work of young audio storytellers aspiring to uplift a new generation of climate advocacy. I'm your season host, Shaylin Martos, This is Season 3, Episode 2, Maíz es Vida. Paloma Moreno Jiménez has always heard those words, maíz es vida, corn is life. But these days, there are external forces that suppress this indigenous knowledge. And for some young Latinx people, this can create a disconnect with their cultures. Our next piece addresses this disconnect through an original fictional narrative, this is Paloma Moreno Jimenez with Maís Espira. Abuela, it's Frijolito
0: sitting on my bed, and I'm holding this little mic I bought yesterday. I thought making this audio journal dedicated to you might help me process your death better. It's been five days since your burial, and last night I had a really vivid dream. It's more of a memory within a dream. From the final story you told me before you passed. The day you told me this story, we were sitting in your garden. Whenever I'd come visit you, I would always find you there, and you'd be drawing pictures of maize, a plant that has been extinct for almost a century now. I never understood why until that day. Sat next to you, and I had a feeling it might be the last time so I decided to record our conversation. You told me a story of spirits and mountains and plants, journeys where you met the souls of non-human beings, like the underworld, but not a hell, but a place where beings that transcend our physical world exist. I could feel from the way you told it how connected you were to the world around you, Abwe. And through you, I felt connected to. Then I woke up this morning, and it was the first time since your death where I didn't wake up feeling sad. I woke up feeling at peace. And I couldn't stop thinking about this story and how I haven't gotten myself to listen to the recording since. Without you here, I feel disconnected from all that's around me. The land, the spirits, the mountains. It's like living in a house full of people and not ever starting a conversation or knowing how to. I want to find that relationship in the same way you did with the world around you, Abwe. I think it made you someone whose purpose could never be taken away from her. You were always so grounded so, I think it's time for me to listen to your story.
2: Okay.
0: The day I was planted was a gloomy day clouds grayed the skies and light rain with the back of my father's hand as he bent down and dug a small hole for my heart to grow. My parents were farmers. They were humans living in the physical world. But they also understood the importance of the spiritual world and honored it. My mother covered me with soil and laid her hand over it, the rain slipping through the spaces between her fingers and into the dirt enclosing me. In the soil, I was a seed in the third space, a place where the beginning and the end come together and the living and the dead meet. Felt the spirit's hand reach up and hold me from underground. My mother brought her forehead to the wet ground and whispered to me in the spirit, Mais is vida. At the sound of the word vida, The spirit's hand closed and pulled me into a place you can only find in your dreams. The ones you wake from feeling at peace, but with no remembrance of what you dreamt. But I remember. There, in the spirit world, was where I met the soul of a mountain. She was a woman laying in an infinitude of water. Her back faced towards me, her hips and shoulders forming peaks that met at the valley of her waist. The mountain slowly turned her head as if I had woken her up from her slumber. Her coal black eyes fell on me and she began moving her body, preparing to stand. Waterfalls formed at the folds of her belly. Her wet black hair drained down her back and into the sea. She placed her foot down and the waves pushed in all directions, returning back to her at the pool. The woman was huge, tall, and gracious. Once she stood, I noticed her right side that hadn't been visible to me before. The same peak that was on her left hip wasn't there. She noticed my curiosity and placed her hand over her right missing peak. My echoed her voice. She knew my name. What happened to your right hip, I asked the mountain.
2: I was ripped from my protectors. Those who came next chose to compromise their relationship with me. Was dug into and left mutilated for free. Who did it? Why did they hurt you, I asked her. Mine. This damage wasn't only done to me, but to those who hurt me as well. One who doesn't know how to protect the we they are born from will never belong to themselves. For in our roots live the connections to all that we are part of. Our purpose is no other but to live deep rooted, a witness and a bearer of all the light and the heartbreak of our worlds. Otherwise. Find yourself
0: lost. The woman turned and lay down, slow and heavy, returning to her original position. I realized I was in the presence of a giant, an ancestor of wisdom. A presence like that humbles fear, undoes loneliness, and honors existence in all of its forms. I held the mountain's words like a coat of protection to clothe me, giving me a peace in the unknown of what was to come. The spirit that had guided me there returned, a luminescent light that circled around me and took me to another boundless place of the spirit world, this time away from the giant woman. The spirit carried me to an indescribable place. I can't explain how it looked, but it felt like an abyss of silence. Then gently, the spirit called my name and spoke.
2: Mais, you will be one of the three plant sisters. You will grow alongside frijol and calabaza. The three of you represent one of the most ancient, vital plant lineages of our worlds. Your sisterhood has allowed you to withstand and adapt through changing histories until now. In today's world, you will face your greatest threats yet, the same ones that harmed the mountain. Mice, you are the eldest, the first sister to grow. You will lead the journey for you hold the connection to our spirit world. Soon, Calabaza and Frijoy will join you. Listen closely to you and your sister's destinies. Calabasa will be the youngest sister. Kalabasa must use her big leaves to shade the roots of the three sisters and protect the soil from drying out in the heat of the sun. Picoy will be the middle sister. She must wrap around you mice as high as she can to reach for the sun and dig her roots as deep as she can to feed the three sisters. And you, mice, you will be the oldest sister and the first to sprout. You must grow as tall and as strong as you can, roughly coy to wrap around you and reach the sunlight. But if the threat comes for the three sisters, remember the mountain's message and remain rooted.
0: With the last exhale. The spirit wrapped around me again and guided me back to the soil, to the third space, to prepare for my transition into the physical world. I knew the sun and the rain before I met them. The two would feed and moisten my seed, rooting for me the strength I needed to sprout. When I finally sprouted and met the sun, She drenched me in warmth and seduced me in love, pulling me towards her. By the fifth day, I had grown two green leaves from my stem and lifted them up to hug her. A few days later, I danced with the rain. He moistened my veins and quenched my roots. Two lovers would dominate back and forth. There would be days of blazing heat and days of thunderous downpours. But in their balance, I grew almost a foot tall. On one of Rain's stormy days, I felt footsteps vibrate through the ground. It was my mother. She approached me and kneeled on the moist soil. She had planted my seed and dreamt of my growth. Between the spirit world and her, between the mountains and the rain, I was nourished with the care from every being to also become. That day, it was my sister's turn. My mother opened her fist, and I saw the seeds of Frijol. She made a hole in the soil near my roots and planted my middle sister. In the soil, I felt Frijol entangle her roots with mine. I am you, and you are me, I told her. Frijol ripped through the soil to hug me. Following the Spirit's commands, she began climbing up and wrapping around me tightly. Frijol's playfulness was contagious. Even on the cold days, she created moments of joy. She loved to sway her leaves with the wind, making me move along to her rhythm. A week after Frijol was planted, my mother returned to pull out the persistent weeds growing around us. She whispered to us, Your sister Calabaza will protect
2: you from the weeds.
0: She made another space in the soil near our roots, and planted Calabasa, her youngest sister. When Calabasa came, she remained low, a tireless guardian of our roots. Her bunch leaves kept our soil humid and refreshed, also averting the weeds that once hoped to conquer us. Calabasa was sweet but clever, while she protected us from pests she still welcomed a few bugs into her home. She would feed them from her own fruit and shade their small homes under her leaves. I wish, I wish I could tell you. Out my stalk came my ears, and in my ears lived my fruit, and from my fruit was born my name, Maïs. But my fruit never grew. When the wet season passed, the sun greeted us with rising temperatures. Initially, she was the toasty feeling I missed. But soon she turned unbearable. In the absence of the rain, the drying veins of my leaves became scarce. As we approached the day of harvest, I felt the soil around our roots become drier. My sisters and I were constantly hungry, exhausted, and would spend most of our hours asleep in the heat wave. Not growing, but merely surviving. Felt like we were living in dead soil. Thought my sisters and I would still reach harvest together. We just had to make it through the heat wave. On the day of harvest, at noon, the zenith of the sun came. She was directly above me, at her highest and most powerful position in the sky. Shadows disappeared, the shade of them evaporating in the brightness. Everything was in light. A burn carried through my stalk and I felt Frijol loosen her grip. Calabaza's leaves shriveled, exposing the last protection we had from the sun. All the humidity in our soil boiled off the ground and the burning sensation spread to our roots. I yelled at the sun, please, please stop. In her betrayal, I felt my love for the sun wane. She had become the monster of my life. I refused to hug her, and I dropped my leaves. Soon, I couldn't feel my sisters anymore. Their roots had disconnected. My sisters were gone. I whimpered, trying to remain rooted even in the heartbreak as the mountain had told me. I felt desperate footsteps run towards me. It was my mother. Her sweat mixed with the tears running down her face. She kneeled in front of me and touched her forehead to the ground. She chanted, I realized I too was dying. Felt my mother's tears touched my roots. And then I passed. I found myself back in the hands of the spirit. I sobbed. I yelled. I hurt. I released the grief, the loss of my sisters and my parents. Where are they? I demanded the spirit.
2: They're not here, please. please. I begged. I'm sorry, Maiz.
0: What happens now? Will I grow again? I asked.
2: No, Maiz. You were the last living Maiz planned. Why did the sun
0: hurt us? The monster of our world.
2: Maiz, the sun has caused no malice to our worlds. To understand, you must move forth.
0: I don't care how can I move forth without my sisters, without my mother,
2: without my roots. What will I be? Your journey is not over, Mice. Your roots live beyond the physical world. You must remain rooted, a witness and a bearer of all the light and the heartbreak of our worlds. Otherwise, you'll find yourself lost. You will experience the next state of your journey as a human, a child to be born from your mother's womb.
0: The spray lifted me into the third space again. Then I was in a new place, warm and moist, but unlike the soil. I opened my eyes to my mother, smiling as I cried. I was back in the physical world. This time, I was also human. She had given birth to me from her womb and cradled me in her arms. I grew up as her child with faint recollection of my past as maiz. The flashbacks would come in my dreams, the ones you wake from feeling agitated but with no remembrance of what you dreamt. In this physical world, my parents immigrated to the U.S. from Veracruz, Mexico. When I was 10, my mother told me why they had left their home. In Mexico, my parents had been farmers. Theirs was one of the last farms to grow maize in the world. My parents used the three sisters' planting method, passed down from their ancestors, to help maize survive the changes in our world. But the threats of today were different. In the distance of their farm was a mountain called the Sleeping Woman. Mining companies had extracted coal from the mountain for centuries damaging the surrounding land and depleting the soil from nutrients crops needed to grow. The damage done onto the land provoked consequences. As seasons became volatile, the rainfalls wouldn't last as long, and the sun's heat would become trapped in the physical world. More and more with no release, destroying the two lovers' balance. My parents struggled to survive off their land for years. And still, they persisted, knowing they were one of the few that could still grow maize. But one day, their last maize plant died, forcing them to leave their land and migrate. Frijolito, when your mom had you, she named you after my sister Frijol. Upon your birth, I started remembering my dreams. I remember my past being planted by my parents and growing up with my sisters, calabaza and frijol. My sisters, I finally understood what had happened. I had been the last maíz. A grief came over me. The lives of my sisters and I vanished at the hands of humanity's greed. But as heartbroken as I was, I also remembered the light with you and your mother by my side. Once you grew older, you would sit with me and talk, sharing stories in each other's company. I began feeling the warmth, embrace my sister Frijol had given me when she wrapped around my stock. I recalled the mountain's words. One who doesn't know how to protect the home they are born from will never belong to themselves. For in our roots, live the connections to all that we are part of. Her purpose is no other but to live deep-rooted a witness and a bearer of all the light and the heartbreak of our worlds. Otherwise, you'll find yourself lost. I finally understood. I had to pass forward our history so you, Frijolito, could dig your roots deeper and bring back the rain, the seasons, the hips of the mountain, the land we grow from. Let us heal the relationship that humans have fractured with their home. With you, Frijolito, I became a witness of light again. For you were the bearer of that light. I am you, and you are me.
1: If someone told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? No. But there is something to be said about leaping into the unknown. That's what our podcast, Outside In, is all about. It's a safer way to explore all the weird, wonderful, and uncomfortable questions you have about the natural world. Like, what's it like to decompose? All of the
0: germs and bacteria is saying, okay baby, we gotta get rid of this
1: person. Or, why the hell do we have lawns? Who the hell needs five acres of ornamental grass? I'm Nate Hedgie, host of Outside In, a podcast where curiosity and the natural world collide. Sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's ridiculous, but it's always a wild journey. That's Outside Slash In from New Hampshire Public Radio. While change may not happen overnight, the movement for a more just society is gaining momentum. Tune in to Crooked Media's Pod Save the People, where every week you can learn about the stories that are impacting communities of color from people of color. With hosts DeRay McKesson, Kaya Henderson, Miles Johnson, and Diara Ballinger, Pod Save the People gives an exciting blend of politics, culture, and social issues all in one place. From book censorship to discussing Beyonce's impact on society, tune in to Pod Save the People every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. me niegues tu amor
0: After listening to your story, I went to visit mom. We were sitting in the garden, in your garden. And she showed me a collage she made of all the drawings of maize that you made. And in a lot of them I started to notice you drew frijol and calabaza too. And so I asked my mom if you had ever told her the story of you and your sisters. And she began tearing up. She stood up, went into the house, and she brought back a small pouch. She told me I couldn't open it until I got to your grave. So that's where I'm at right now. And when I got here, I saw that I wasn't alone. <laughs> you sprouted a baby mice plant from your grave. And I'm looking at it right now. And it's the first time I see a maize plant in my life. the First maize in a century. And your little sprout has two green humble leaves that are lifting up to the sky to hug me. And then I opened the pouch my mom gave me. It's two kinds of seeds. Frijol and calabaza. Your sisters. To plant around your maize. In In the soil,
2: I was a seed seed in the third
0: space, space. a place Place where where the beginning and the end come together, together, and the the living and the dead meet. I felt felt the spirit's Spirit's hand reach up and hold me from from underground. underground. Frijolito brought brought her forehead forehead to to the wet ground ground and and whispered to me in the spirit. spirit, Maíz es vida. Gracias a mi abuelita Mari, a Mingo, a Juanita, a la comunidad maya y a los guardianes de los mundos.
1: That was Paloma moreno Jimenez with Maíces Vida. And I'm me, Shaylin. Thank you for joining us for episode two. More fantastic stories are coming, so tune in to Inherited every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. We're also continuing with our new segment of Inherited, craft interviews with our own storytellers on their process, their growth, and their next steps. I spoke with Paloma about creating folklore and just existing as a young audio producer in a demanding field. Look out for our bonus interview episode this Friday. That's episode two. Thank you for joining us. Next episode, we hear from folks from the Niger Delta region in Nigeria about the cycle of severe flooding they now experience every rainy season. Sayonara, and see you next week. Inherited is brought to you by YR Media, a national network of young journalists and artists creating content for this generation. We're distributed by Critical Frequency, a woman run podcast network founded by journalists. The story Maíces Vida, featured in today's episode, was written, produced, voiced, and sound designed by Paloma Moreno Jiménez, an Inherited Season 3 storyteller. I'm Shaylin Martos, your Season 3 host and producer. The co creators and senior producers of Inherited are Georgia Wright and Jules Bradley. Our audio engineer is James Riley, and our audio engineering fellow is Christian Romo. Dominique French and Nigel Turner provided production support, and our intern is Esther Omalola. Our executive producer is Amy Westervelt from Critical Frequency. YR's director of podcasting is Sam Chu, and our senior director of podcasting and partnerships is Rebecca Martin. Original music for this episode created by these young musicians at YR Media. Christian Romo, Anders Knutstad, Noah Holt, Jacob Armenta, Chaz Whitley, Michael Diaz, Sean Luciano Galarza, and Jay Mejia-Quenza. Music direction by Oliver Cuya-Rodriguez and Maya Drexler. Other music licensed from APM Music. Art for this episode created by YR's Marjorie Massacat. Art direction by Brigido Bautista. Michelle Rivera is our web designer. Project management from Eli Arberton. YR's creative director is Pedro Vega Jr. Special thanks to Maggie Taylor, Jasmine Burton, Siobhan Graham, Danielle Conley, and Kyra Kyles. Please throw us a rating or maybe even a review on the Apple Podcast app. It goes a long way towards getting these stories out there. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InheritedPod. If you want to learn more about our show and this season's cohort of storytellers, head to our website at yr.media slash inherited. Sign up, Aussie, for listening, and see you next Wednesday.